Pride Month is coming to an end, man. There's a lot going on in that LGBTQIAVZG community, bro. In high school, there was always that one guy that before he used the bathroom, he always took off all his clothes. And I mean high school, as in, you know, after school, you go to somebody's, a friend's house, a whole bunch of you show up, and you're all playing Madden, you know how that goes. Boys will be boys. But then this dude wants to go use the bathroom, and you see him folding his clothes and shit. <laughs> like, yo, bro, what are you doing? The type of dude that takes off all clothes before they use the bathroom. Imagine somebody pulling down his pants like all the way before he peed. And then uh, there was a mirror, you know, right behind him. <laughs> and he, and he looks back at it. <laughs> oh, this dude jumped and got a little bit of recoil going on back there, bro. <laughs> this, this man got recoil. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Rolling Stoner Podcast. I'm Kennedy, of course. Zero X Kennedy, O X Kennedy, Ken, whatever you want to call him. We're back, we're back, we're back. I still haven't uploaded all the other episodes yet, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. So this is episode numero 119. I probably said that wrong. It's episode 119. I'm going to start looking these things up because, you know, I think uh, my Spanish kind of ended at 100, like, or a lot less than that, actually. Everything else is just, <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm trying, two plus two should equal four, but sometimes they don't, you know? Let's have some discussion today, man. There's a lot going on. It's Pride Month. This is the end of Pride Month. Uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Because <laughs> um, they may or may not be trying to warm your kids up to the possibilities of being okay with gay. Okay, before we get serious and offend people that might have alphabets in their name, uh, <laughs> not everybody have alphabets in their name, apparently. Let's see what's on the menu today. And I'm a little under the weather too, so you might be able to pick that out on the on the mic. On the menu today is white cherry gelato. Last time was gelato 45, I think. And the, off the rip, right, with this vaporizer, you could actually taste these different strains now. Because it's, it's, some of them have peculiar tastes, like the haze has a outdoorsy, like I'm outside, outdoor grown type taste to them that the one last week the gelato 45 it had a buttermilk taste to it like a buttermilk aftertaste this white cherry it has a taste it's hard for me to put my finger on it but it's not as strong as the buttermilk from the gelato 45 i'll tell you that on the smoke break today we're gonna be playing something for the ladies this time around because i know last week you know i was telling you or the last episode i was saying you know skip ahead if you you got some estrogen going on because, you know, that drill shit. It was like macho, extra macho. 
You know, a pizza with a little extra macho cheese. Feel me? So today, the ladies, ladies going to take over on this smoke break. And of course, we're going to be listening to, I had something else to cue it up, but then I just had to play this one, bro. You just got to, just got to play this one. All right. So this is going to be Sexy Red, Pound Town, Take Keith, fuck these niggas up, man. Cough a lot with this. This little under the weather I got going on. I got some sinus shit going on. I'm at I'm at the coughing stage of it. It sucks because when you cough, you your chest hurt or your head hurt. Pick one. Yesterday my head was hurting every time I cough. Today my chest hurts every time I cough. But we're here, another episode, man. Another episode, man. <laughs> okay. So last time I talked, I said I was going to uh, talk more about Young Thug's album because he just dropped when I was recording the last episode. Today, um, Lil Uzi dropped, so I haven't gotten a chance to listen to that yet. 
Let's do the stoner score right now. I know I haven't done this in a very, very, very long time. Uh, let me see. Okay, so these are the criterias. I saw it on my phone. It was all saved there the whole time. All right, one is artwork, title, intro, beat selection, or composition. Number five is less than 30% skip on first listen. Number six is use of features. Number seven is content. Are you saying something? Number eight is replay value. Do you have a bunch of, you know, hits in that? And number nine, does it transcend time? Are we going to come back in the future and listen to it as if it was brand new? And number 10, is satisfaction guaranteed? Are we satisfied with this album? Okay, so Thugger dropped Business is Business um, in an attempt to step all over <laughs> Gunner's album that he dropped. And I, I did say Gunner got about a nine. So let's see how Thugger, Thugger, Thugger's album's gonna go. Off the bat, of course, the he's in jail. He's in prison. So he's not he doesn't have access to real studio equipment. So a lot of it is outdated from his part. Is very, very feature heavy. Extremely feature heavy, of course. That's expected because he wasn't there. And it was more uh it was alright, man. It was alright. So let's just go through the stoner score one at a time. Artwork. Let me go check the artwork for business is business. The artwork is him in court. Everything in black and white. Him looking back as everybody, all the suits look forward. Business is business. Done. Artwork is a go. Because exactly what's currently going on right now. He's in court. <laughs> business is business. All right, number two is title. Is the title good? Business is business in all caps. I feel like there's a hidden jab, a hidden meaning somewhere about this that we don't know about. You know, business is business. Handling business. Because everything that came out when this release was saying that he was not, he does not approve of Gunna. <laughs> That's for sure. So naming this business is business. It kind of flows into that a little bit. A little bit. So I'm going to say, yep. So he's two for two so far. Intro. The intro song is this memorable where Drake comes out singing. It's a nice intro. Yeah. Coming out of Jones, Burrow South, nigga having goals. Okay, what the hell was I thinking? Why did I think it was the one with Drake that came out singing? Or is he singing later? It doesn't look like Drake is on here singing. Oh, I think when I listened to it, it didn't go in order or something. The Jones, this one, this is the first song. This is the intro track, Jonesboro. Yeah, it's pretty good. Lifetime goes. I like the melody. Yeah. Yeah, of course, these are all gonna be older tracks, a few years at least old. I mean, it's still relevant. It still flows. That song is pretty cool. So that's a check on that one. It got that one for sure. Uh, number four, beat selection. Metro booming doesn't... Wait. Wait. I just stopped on my tracks. Hold on. I just remembered that Metro was supposed to redo the album in a, like a different version of the album. 
because I thought Drake was the first song. Hold up, hold up. Am I am I tripping or something? Because I just saw that Metro Boomin produced this one, and I don't remember it being at. Because there's something going on where there's gonna be another version. I'm not tripping. This is the original one. Okay, I'm. I knew Drake came out singing or some shit. Okay, I wasn't tripping. I was not tripping. There's some Drake singing shit. I get the the you know it's Drake. The the value of Drake saying anything, introing anything is pretty good. But that Metro Boomin one, that's alright, we're not even gonna discuss the original. Cause that's something that they're doing. The business is business is business came out and they just dropped a Metro Boomin edition, which is the one I was just playing without knowing. Cause nothing changed. Nothing. The only thing that changed is there's a, a subtext on the title. Business is business, parentheses, Metro Boomin, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now I see. There's two different versions. I was thinking about the original version. The latest version, which just came out, I see where it is. Because I, I didn't have a, I didn't open the full window. I finally opened the full window on Spotify on my computer. And it said, business is business. Parentheses Metro's version. Close parentheses. Is that what that is? Parentheses? Colons? Semicircle? Crescents? Okay, this is Metro's version. Okay. Alright, this off the bat. I should have really listened to this version. Cause it's the way it just entered was pretty good. Cause the original one. It wasn't that great. I'll be real with you. It wasn't that great. So I'm just going to stop the review here. Because I think this Metro's version is better than the original version. I mean, because that caught me off guard. That really caught me off guard when I was reviewing. I was like, I thought it was Drake that was first. I understood it, you know. Business is business. You feel me? I understood why Drake was all over that album. It's feature heavy. But the one just now, the Jonesboro, because there's some good songs in the original. There's some very good songs. Not all of them. I mean, after you skip a couple. But this one, the way it just entered, pause, the way it just started, kind of, I kind of like that. I kind of, I think like Metro probably just took the best part of the first one. Let me see. Doing a whole different version. No okay. I think I'm gonna like this one better. Cause this expect me, nigga, like you expect This is my come back. probably one of my favorite expect songs me, from the other one. Like the original. And that shows up all the way down at like number eight or some shit. And it's number four in this one. Okay, okay. Metro's the way that he composed the from one, two, three, four, like this is better than original. I'm not too certain if he actually remixed the beats of any of them yet. Cause it, it was kind of a while since I listened to the original and it was it really wasn't memorable other than this song I'm playing right now. It wasn't. It had some good hits in there, but like I wasn't in a rush to go back and listen again. It's like Listen to Thug back in 
2019 type shit. Like, bro, like, <laughs> we got <laughs> we got to keep moving out here. But the way that Metro did his, so far, it's already better than the original. Off the bat. I know, you know, the original had Drake opening everything, you know, but it's understandable. It's business, but come on, bro. That was in, I don't even remember what Drake was singing about. Like, I'm not going to go listen to that again, bro. Come on, man. So, off the bat, like, uh, Gunna's album was better than all of theirs. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. But I do got to listen to this one, this version, Metro's version, because this, this is better than the original so far, in my opinion. So, I'm just going to stop doing all that. <coughs> 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 I can still do the stoner scroll for the original. But nah, uh, since I'm, I'm giving up to the ladies today, I'm going to talk about Coily Ray dropped that album. She dropped the album. I think it might be her first album. I'm not sure. But the whole album, ah, I, that's what I was playing a few seconds of. The whole album is kind of like a medley of... I mean, not kind of. It is a medley of damn near the most popular songs in history type of thing. Like, she just went back and, like, almost all of them. Like, just what I just played, you know who, who, what artist that is. Yeah. Like, she remixed it nicely. And it's kind of like the, the drill theme where you'd get an old hit. You start it off, and then you drop the beat and change the whole thing. Or maybe speed it up or whatever you got to do. That's pretty much the theme of the whole, like, almost none of, like, the Clarence on these al this album has to be, <laughs> has to have taken years to clear all these samples that was on here. Like, this one. Yeah. I mean, she dropped the beat and changed the whole thing. Hey. Right, right. I don't, I don't think this one is, yeah, of course, this isn't original either. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Catching Jess, boo. I'm just going right down. This is number three now. Let's see. Get her. Uh huh. Of course. Pump it up while your feet is stomping. And the gym is pumping. Look, I mean, what's your remix stuff? It's pretty good. Like a pinata. Uh huh. And we all of our, this is this one went <laughs> it went in the radio so this is it's normal what we already heard right like like literally I'm going one two three four you see the like <laughs> you see where I'm going with this it's not like oh that's one or two gems like that pays homage to the original it's like the whole thing is like a big medley <laughs> of it's like a mix of medley cover art i mean uh like cover and like a, a real remix like the creativity that she used to to switch it up like to update the all these historical songs is very good it's good but it's tiring like the originality is kind of lacking a lot. Like, she needs to get in the studio. Well, I wouldn't say this is her, because I remember she 
she blew up through uh, when she did that song with Pooh Shiesty. So she's used to different producers. And I got to see her, her catalog. Let me see. Does she have any other albums? Oh, let's see. I think she. this is her debut. No, no. She has mad albums. All in 2021? I mean, 2023? What? She she got another album after this? What is this, bro? What? This is her discography? Okay, so... This album, which I'm listening to, 2023, then she did a single. My Baby. Okay, that's a, that's a single. That's a single. Single, 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 single. All right, so that's where it kind of screwed me up because the way it was all listed, it almost seemed like, because it was just the images, so it all seemed like albums. Okay, so they're all singles, singles, single, 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 singles. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she, oh, Trendsetter 2022. She dropped an album last year. Oh, huh. Okay. Single, single. She's dropped a few albums. I mean, I'm not her her typical fan base, so I wouldn't know. You know, I'm, I don't be. <laughs> I can't be checking for that. She dropped the EP Now or Never in 2020. Okay, so she's been very active. She dropped the album in 2019. Another one in 2018. Oh, damn. So she's been rocking since 2018. Good shit. She dropped an album every year since then and a whole bunch of singles. Good shit, Coiler. Of course, I I only know her major singles. I never really, you know. Well, niggas ain't sitting down listening to Coiler, bro, man. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Come on. Man. Come on. And she was young as shit. Like, come on. Like, this is why. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't some shit I'll be listening to on the regular. But I kind of appreciate it. I appreciate the album. Like, I have to compare it to her other albums to. Because. At first, I, I was thinking, oh, it's less creativity, but it's the exact opposite. If she has other albums, I, I don't know why I thought this was her debut. I'm tripping. She has other albums with different themes. This this album with this theme is pretty good. It's pretty creative. But that's a lot of clearances, though, bro. Like, like here's the next song. Is this, this one's a little more. I think that one. Right? That, that one is well known. The Get Loud one might be a little bit original. So that's out of. That's just like the type, the seven I just skipped through. And they're all, you know, well known songs. But overall, it's it's been. I haven't finished it. Because again, I'm not the typical Coiler Ray, um, you know, kind of sore. 
but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool to have the ability to clear all those songs. And there's more. <laughs> it is like it's like every single one is a medley of of something. Uh white cherry gelato. The taste isn't as good as the other ones I've had recently. The high is there, though, but the taste. <coughs> so, as I'm recording this, we're going into the last, the last days of Pride Month, man. There's a lot that's been going on. Affirmative action got struck down by the Supreme Court recently. So that means, you know, they, it, it was put into place to help minorities get into higher education. And then Asians started getting discriminated on. <laughs> I don't know. Like it was, it was put in place to get so niggas could get into school. <laughs> People that can't afford it, you know, it can't put on a resume that wasn't a boating club or none of that. They don't have the access to all that. But for some reason, all these schools were being filled with Asians and then Asians complained that they were being discriminated on because there were too many Asians. <laughs> then they sued and I don't know, I don't know if there's a connection, but all of a sudden, uh, affirmative action is out the window. So now you don't get bonus points for being a minority at like places like Harvard and Yale, you know, the top tier schools. I wonder how the world is going to look like in a little while. Because in the article they said, you know, these Supreme Court people at the top level, all of them go to Harvard or Yale. <laughs> That's why these these things was put into place to make a you know shake the bag up. You know, before our affirmative action, all of them were just white dudes. <laughs> Let's be real, I <laughs> just white dudes. But now it's unconstitutional because you can't choose based on race. And if you're favoring minorities, you're choosing based on race. That's what they say. And that Joe Biden's, his old ass promised to eliminate my student loan debt. Supreme Court said, nah, that's unconstitutional. Hmm. Huh. That old man better not run for president. He better just step down from running for president. It ain't no way, bro. If he if you forgive that, then yeah, it would be like, I have four more years. <coughs> but if you made these promises to get us to vote for you and you couldn't couldn't do shit, yeah, you better step down right now, bro. He's falling down everywhere he goes. Might as well just step down. Why is that it? 
Every time I see this dude, he's just falling somewhere, bro. On the regular, it's not even an incline, dude. Why are you falling, bro? What are you tripping on? <coughs> I'm tripping on broken promises, I hear. So, I... <coughs> you know how it is when you're high school. I remember... <coughs> so, they're teaching your kids it's okay to be gay in school. Of course, <laughs> I save that till now because if if you don't like listen to me, you probably ain't gonna listen to this far ahead. <laughs> Unless you skip on some bullshit. Like kids in middle school, even younger now, they're taught about like, it's already, you know how society's been. It took a while to accept gay guys or gay girls. And now that they've been accepted into, like, being normalcy, now the QIAs, <laughs> the beyond gays, they're fighting for theirs as well now. Until they become accepted. But in the meantime, schools are have switched the curriculum to fit, you know, the new birds, bees, maybe ducks, maybe, you know, yellow jackets. <laughs> curriculum has been, you know... If you have two dads, it's all right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they're learning these days. So that's already normalized. that they, That's what they're teaching. But now, you know, it's more debate with the kids. Uh, they, the kids are on the, the QIA part. Like, gay is fine. Gay is acceptable. It's, it's already, we, they're already cleared. <laughs> they finish line. They got their marriages. They're clear. Now it's the <laughs> the trends that are trying to get there. My nephews are telling me. My niece is telling me, yo, she was discriminated on her because she identifies as a girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She replied to the teacher, she's human too, blah, 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 blah. Even my nephew's doing the same thing. He's younger. So is it true or is there an agenda to turn your kids gay in public schools? Not really. They're just adapting to what they're going to be seeing in real life these days. So when you go to the airport with your family and you see two dudes, you don't point and ask mommy, mommy. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> This is how society is. These kids are going to find out regardless. They got computers. They're smarter than you, bro. You don't even know how to use Google, bro. Like, you can't watch any show without having a gay couple in it. Check. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> I've been watching shows. There's not one show. Because when you watch shows for a long time, you, you see the themes, the different characters that come, they die, they, they mimic society somehow, stay relevancy. There's not one show 
that you're gonna watch that it doesn't have a gay couple. It's like a gay clause in all in all scripts. I've been watching some cool shows though. Silos just ended. Finale is really good. But uh, to get back to the point, but these writers, these producers, dudes been gay. <laughs> dudes been gay. Hollywood motherfuckers been gay, bro. They've been. I mean, there's a lot of them hit it in the the children's books, the the shows, the cartoons, because it wasn't acceptable. Them niggas been gay. All them producers in Hollywood, bro. <laughs> all them all them dudes like dudes, bro. Like you have to find the ones that don't like dudes. It's that bad. <laughs> not bad or good. <laughs> it's not. It's indifferent. But just check, man. If you watch any new shows, well, the writers are on strike, so probably you won't see no no shows at all. But if you watch any new shows, they have to. It's like a, you have to be a gay couple in there. 